Hello, listener, and welcome to Into the Characterverse podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to providing deep dives, impressions, and reviews for specific characters out of your favorite comic books. My name is Mike, and I'm joined by... Audrey. And... I'm Alicia. Yay! New person! Yay! Welcome! <laughs> welcome! To the Thank you. <laughs> yeah! To our Marvel uh, content hole. Yeah, we're, we're, go- we're just taking a tour of all of our friends. Uh, Yay! Because Charlie uh, <laughs> did have a baby still. Mm-hmm. Uh, st- still has the baby. The process yes. of the baby is still here. He found her. Yeah, he found her. Uh, he back. did realize that having a baby, a second one specifically, is hard. Yeah. So... Uh, he's he's dealing with that. So uh, Annalicia was nice enough to join us for a few more episodes here. So you'll hear her uh, for at least two more weeks after this one. Really, aren't the guests just babysitting us? Yes, that's true. <laughs> While Charlie yeah, yeah. babysits his child. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, Annalicia, uh, what is your relationship with comics, Marvel, that sort of stuff in the past? Like, what what was your your history with it? It's always a question we ask the first time they're on. So, um, so I don't really have any like super experienced with comic books. I've read like two comic books my entire life and one of them was Calvin and Hobbes and the other one was Star Wars. So comic books, not a lot of experience. But um, (laughs) at the start of the uh, MCU with like Iron Man, like my family and I like really enjoyed the superhero movies. And so I kept up pretty well with like all the movies and stuff. So yeah, I'm a fan of the movies. Hell yeah. I love Calvin and Hobbes. (laughs) (laughs) Like so much. (laughs) Yeah, they're super funny. I love them. Yeah, they're Uh. great. They're great. Um, And so you you said you'd watched the MCU movies. Had you ever seen this movie before? Uh, Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. Cool, cool. So then this was not a fresh one for you. Uh, (laughs) It's always interesting when we get someone that's like, I've never seen this movie before. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I saw it on the list and I was like, this one. This one's the one I want. (laughs) I keep trying to push people into doing Blade, but no one wants to do Blade. I want to do Blade. It's just so gory, though. It's very, it's kind of, it's kind of scurry. So if it's, it's not, not like too high suspense, if it's like monster no. scary, I could probably handle it. I think, I think we could do. Blade. We could probably do it. Uh, oh, I don't think I actually uh, said what movie we're doing. We're doing Into the Spider Verse. Uh, so, hey, yeah. Uh, so. Audrey, you got some stats for us. Yeah, Into the Spider Verse was released December first, twenty eighteen. And it is 117 minutes long. The budget was 90 million, and they made 384.3 million back at the box office. So a smash hit. Uh, we love it. We love to see it. Hell yeah! It's awesome. I'm surprised the budget was only 90 million. I guess it is animated, but so uh, if you want like an interesting animation fact, um, when they were developing into the Spider Verse. They really wanted to avoid that Pixar-y look. Sure. Um, because it's become so homogenized. Uh, every Everybody looks like Elsa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Their skin is like porcelain. <laughs> right. So they did uh, 3D rendering, but the style that they did uh, allowed for them for it to look 2D uh, yeah. in areas and kind of combine those looks. And it works super, super well. Yeah. Um. I think it really broke new ground in Western animation because um, before this, I think there was a Disney short that used uh, 3D rendering with uh, flat 2D imaging to help assist animation uh, in that paper. What's it called? Paper kites or paper airplanes? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that Pixar short? Yeah. Is that the one with all the little paper airplanes that... Yes. And they fall in love on a train. Yes. That is so wholesome. I love that short. Yeah, so Disney has done some of that before, and I was like, well, I'm obsessed with this, and I want a whole movie <laughs> in, <laughs> like done in this way, and we basically got that. Yeah. So, uh, I'm pretty sure they use uh, mostly 3D animation, uh, but the styling with flat 2D spaces. Yeah. Um, Made everything actually look good. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, I, I guess, yeah, let's start with there. Uh, so, yeah, the animation's super cool. It, it is probably the most comic book- Mm-hmm. like feeling of any of the movies that I we have talked about thus far. Yeah. Even like the other animated ones like mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys watched the animated shows in like the 90s or anything like that. But, I remember. But this this feels like a comic book on screen. So mm-hmm. like it's so cool. I, I I remember being blown away the first time we saw this in theaters together, so. Which is great cuz we have uh like little word pop uh, bubbles pop up. We have um almost 
staggered uh, coloring effects. So there's parts where the color will look like it's glitching out, like it'll be more blue to one side and more red to the other. Yeah. And it kind of mimics that uh, screen print effect that comic books use when they're actually physically printed. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's get into this movie. I, I know Annalisa took a lot of notes, uh, so you're in charge now. Uh, no, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I would I would stop the podcast and be like, "How dare you? How dare you stress out my baby?" <laughs> Uh, so, uh, the, the film starts with Peter Parker, voiced by Chris Pine, introducing himself, uh, uh, as we know him, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, uh, by now everyone knows who, who, like how he, how big he is. Like he's saving New York constantly. He's got his own comics. He's serial. Like he's got merch up the wazoo. He's, he has a Christian or Christmas, Christmas, (laughs) a Christmas album. (laughs) Surely that Christmas album is 100% real. You can find it on uh, Apple Music, on Spotify, and on YouTube. It's got like five songs. And it's not just Chris Pine singing the carol. It's actually changed lyrics like swinging around the mistletoe. And like, <laughs> it's a joy to the world that I have saved. Like the lyrics are hilarious. <laughs> I highly recommend if you're bored to give it a listen. Hell yeah. That's like the uh, the new uh, Ant-Man movie having its own book being released with it as well, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So funny. Uh, but he he goes through and he has like, the, he, he it goes through like the greatest hits, hits of the movies too, like the live action movies. Oh my God. Uh, like he's the like dancing. the ones I wasn't, yeah, the, the emo dance that he's like, I wasn't proud of that one, but it's like him doing the emo dance in the Spider-Man outfit. Like, we don't talk <laughs> about that. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he he does his duties uh, very proudly. Um, they do the upside down kiss. Yeah, there's yeah. the upside down kiss. But this time, uh, Mary, Mary Jane, Jane is upside down and mm-hmm. <laughs> he's right side up. <laughs> it, it, it was a, a fun way to like spin it. But mm-hmm. yeah. So we cut over to Brooklyn where we meet uh, Miles Morales played by Shamik Moore. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is getting ready to start attending private school uh, that week. He lives with his father, Jefferson, played by Brian, by Brian Tree. Wow, Brian Tyree Henry. That's not even a particularly hard name. I, my words should stop there. <laughs> You're good. And his mother, Rio, played by Luna Lauren Vales. Uh, Miles goes around his neighborhood greeting his friends and tagging street signs with stickers that he's made. Uh, he very much is, you know, graffiti type uh, person. I had quite a few of those friends in high school as well. Yeah, but. he he likes uh, being in the city, being on the streets. That's where his friends are. And a hoity-toity private school doesn't really sound appealing to him. No, no, not at all. Uh, so uh, he tags a, a a sign and then Miles falls down into the street and his dad just happens to be there and turns on the sirens and is like, <laughs> so he puts Miles in the backseat and uh, escorts him to school, uh, much to Miles' uh, protests. Uh, it's very, very funny. He's like, I, I know I can get out, I can walk. He's like, nope, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> But the like takes him all the way to school and then when he's getting out of school he uses the mic or he you know tells miles he loves him and all that stuff and then won't let miles like get away without saying that he loves him back it's uh a nightmare for a child that is the mm-hmm. the worst worst it possible was so outcome. funny though it's so funny it is so funny but as a child that would destroy devastating me. <laughs> first day of private school and he and his dad does that shit yeah well, and it's also very funny because he's like, no, no one, absolutely no one knows. And like, no one did, except for the like 10 people that were there. Like, <laughs> but yeah, he's like freaking out about it, but it's great. Um, so Miles uh, go, gets into his schoolwork. He's trying, trying to adjust to the new environment during one of his uh, classes. He meets Gwen Stacy, played by, or voiced by Haley Seinf- uh, Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Steinfeld. Wow, geez, I cannot say uh, names here tonight. Uh, <laughs> who doesn't immediately tell him who she is. Uh, later, Miles uh, sneaks out of his dorm to visit his uncle Aaron, voiced by uh, ooh, Mar- uh, Mahershala Ali. I probably butchered that. I'm sorry. Its names are still hard. Uh, who is Jefferson's brother and sh- sort of the black sheep of the family due to his criminal activities. Um, You might remember Haley Steinfeld from... Uh, the Hawkeye show. Yes. She is Kate Bishop as yeah. well. So. I know. I was like, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. I was just like, let me just go check real fast. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, Miles uh, is talking to his his uncle, and he's kind of uh, talking to, about Gwen. He's like, "Oh yeah, like I kind of hit it off with this girl." And he's like, "What's her name?" And he's like, "She definitely has one." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they kind of talk about it, and you know, Miles is being a little sheepish about everything, and uh, he does. Uh, uh, his uncle Aaron does tell him about the shoulder touch, uh, where you put the arm, the hand on the shoulder, and you just look over and go, "Hey, <laughs> hey, hey." <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but yeah, it's it's a nice little touching moment, like Miles connecting with a with an adult and stuff like that. So it's it's nice. Um, and then Aaron is just like, you know what? I, I know you've been dropping that, like, that, that's really sweet graffiti. I got the perfect spot for you. So they go into the tunnels uh, near the subway where uh, Miles can do some graffiti. Uh, and Miles starts to spray paint the walls and uh, putting down a whole show. It's a nice little montage showing Miles, like, artistic abilities. I really wish that would come back more, uh, like, more later on. But it's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But Miles does all this stuff, and a spider lands on his arm and, like, claw- crawls into his... Uh, or, no, it lands on the ground and, like, cr- crawls up his leg or something. I know. It, like, crawls all over his body yeah. and then How gets to his hand. How do you feel that? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Aaron gets, like, a text message, and he's like, all right, we got to bounce. And then right as they're getting ready to leave, the spider comes out and, like, bites Miles. And it, I love the, like, the... It, how it subverts Nonchalant. it. Yeah, so he just, like, looks at it and just, like, slaps it and then just moves on. And the can spider ta- dies. Can we talk about how unrealistic that kind of reaction would be? Like, if a giant <laughs> spider the size of my hand came out and bit me, I, like, with fangs and venom and everything, I wouldn't just I be like, no, spat. <laughs> no! I, I think you're remembering the spider a lot bigger <laughs> because it was definitely small it was like the size of a grape maybe. it was it was a widow spider i'm oh, sorry Alicia, your fear all it's spiders to me look huge yeah. <laughs> regardless of their size they all look huge one thing i will say is it was glowing though it but, was like, <laughs> that is the thing like if i saw if i got bit and i looked at my hand and there's like a glowing bug like yes I would slap the shit out of it. Don't get me wrong. Immediately slap the shit out of it. But then also would be like, what the hell just happened? What the fuck? <laughs> what was that? So. Um, I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, it, I, it's very funny. Again, played for laughs, but. <laughs> I like that you can tell that um, as they're doing this mural, um, Aaron's giving him like pointers and like how to layer the colors. Because I, I mean, for me, you can, um, like scaling your art up like that is incredibly difficult yeah yeah <laughs> so it, it's just nice because we see him tag stickers and we see him like do small stuff and like this is just a it's a big it's a big mural and it's uh a lot of planning and effort so uh it was nice it yeah was it was, nice it, it was a nice touching scene mm-hmm. i like that it said uh no expectations on it after mm-hmm. the teacher had specifically assigned him like great expectations essay to like talk about himself and so i kind of like that that got tied in yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, <laughs> he's working it out through art yeah so uh miles goes back to his dorm he finds he feels differently the next day um he hears a voice in his head, which uh, kind of gets the com- uh, the comic styles text that's going by and stuff like that. Like his clothes don't fit. Like he's gotten taller. Um, he's he's like walking around and stuff. And, I'm sorry. Uh, I was looking at your cat. And uh, <laughs> damn it, Audrey! I'm sorry. Stop, stop watching the cat. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, he he like the clothes don't fit quite right anymore. He, he's going around. He's trying to figure out what the hell's going on. He's like, I finally hit puberty. Like this is great. Like. <laughs> He's very Though, sweaty too. In all honesty, if you get bit by a spider and the next day you like are sweaty and like things feel off, please go see medical attention immediately. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, don't just no. brush that off. Well, my the follow up to that is is he lives in a universe where Spider Man's already a thing. Mm, mm, so mm-hmm. like and the comics are a thing so it's kind of assumed that like people know his origin story and then he gets bit by a, a spider and then immediately starts like feeling different like my, i would be like i am a superhero like right like miles come on that we've or all, i am dying uh, we've all done that thing where we do like the hand single like just to check like just to check to make sure whether or not you have it we've all done that yeah the, the toby Maguire where it just kind of shoots out mm-hmm. of his wrists and freaks everyone out um so so yeah, he he goes to school. Um, 
and he, he starts talking to so he, he starts to stick to things like that's the, one of the main things it's like he's having a problem not having things stick to him uh but he does run into gwen uh, who does give him a fake name, which is very f- funny because it's like Gwen. It's like Gwenda. Like and he's like Wanda or something like or Gwanda, that. Gwanda, that's what it was. Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, I'm from Africa." And her eyes go like huge. And she's like, "South Africa," but no accent. No accent because I was raised here. It's so funny. Yes, it's so funny. Uh, but Miles does try to do the shoulder touch with her, which in that scenario would be highly inappropriate and so so, is so awkward. Uh, but his, uh, hand does get stuck to her hair. Yes. Um, and it's, it's bad. Uh, I do like, he's like, all right, I'm going to try to just pull it really hard. And she's like, this is the worst plan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like how she tells him to just relax. And that was the actual answer. And he totally ignores it. He's like, I'm just going to pull really hard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but they end up having to go to the nurse and they do end up having to like shave the entire side of her head <laughs> it was so funny because it was in the shape of a handprint yeah <laughs> it was very funny i loved it yeah uh so when miles uh tries to go back to his room uh he is found by a security card uh guard who calls him out for leaving his dorm room the uh the night before mm-hmm. uh mile runs and hides and ends up in the security guard's office uh and he's getting stuck to everything once again and, like, is just absolutely destroying this entire office because he cannot control it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do start playing the Christmas thing and the the guard's like, hey, it's a great song. It starts, like, dancing. <laughs> but yeah. uh, he eventually goes out the window and he finds himself kind of, like, walking along the outside of the building and, like, smashing into windows and stuff. It's uh, very funny. Uh, we love to see it. I, I do mm-hmm. love the teacher, like, just, like, hits the window stops paying attention hits the window again stops me which in a world in which super not superman spider-man is a thing like might not be the first time this has happened (laughs) yeah you never know and uh yeah he gets back to his room kind of trashes it again and uh yeah we get uh a little montage of him trying to figure out what his powers and abilities are yay so uh, a little a little later on, uh, Miles goes back to the tunnel where he got bit by the spider. He does examine the spider, and it starts glitching in and out of, like, reality again, uh, which we did see before he got bit. He also, like, it also has, like, a barcode on it, which I was like, eh? Like, <laughs> no, one gonna, no one gonna look at that? But whatever. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, Miles... Uh, like his spidey sense starts to go off and, and after he starts hearing some booms and stuff like that and he he goes and like goes and checks the thing out and he sees a fight between spider-man and the green goblin which looks like a giant goblin this is a actual green goblin um style that is in one of the comics and is voiced by jorma tacone hmm. Uh, the fight takes uh, place beneath the Fisk Industries, where Wilson Fli- Fisk, also known as Kingpin, voiced by uh, Lee uh, Lee Schneider. God, I'm terrible with names. I'm so sorry. Uh, is attempting to start up a super collider once again. Not a super collider. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's not how any of this works. That's not how any. I, I yelled so much about this Spider-Man Three. Oh my god. Okay. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, in the middle of the fighting, uh, Spidey fighting go- Green Goblin, he takes, uh, like, he kind of saves Miles. Like, Miles starts uh, to get, like, in the way. Things start to fall. You see him dodging, you know, whatever. And Spidey saves him and swings him up. And then both of their Spidey senses go off. And uh, Spider-Man's like, oh, you're one of them. Like, you're one of me. And I, I like the, the color shift between the two of them, too, yeah, which is fun. Yeah, they're uh, Spider-Man Bluetooth things. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, and he's like, all right, hold on a second. I'm going to go do a thing. I'll be right back. But the, 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 the collider start, starts up F and, uh, like outside the city, like certain weird, like shapes start to form and like things start to like meld in weird ways and no one's entirely sure what's happening. But, uh, a blast occur or like, uh, Greek Goblin grabs Spider-Man and like puts his head into the, 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 the particle collider yeah. and like starts to overload and Fisk gets mad and things explode. And Spider-Man gets injured. Uh-huh. Uh, Miles runs up to try to help him. And uh, they have a little, a nice little heart-to-heart. And Spider-Man's like, got this. I'll figure this out. It's okay. I'm going to teach you my ways once I'm out of here. Yeah, I, I, I got this. And then 
things start to break bad. And he does give Miles the um, little thumb drive and tells Miles to go run away and hide. Uh, so Kingpin Goblin and another villain, which I don't think gets named through the entire movie. Is it the guy? Is it Scorpion? Or is I, I, it the other guy? No, it's the other guy. With that, the white hair. Yeah, with the white hair. Yeah, he's got the guns. Whatever. Pale skin. Yeah. The guns. It's, it's Mr. Frost. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, <laughs> the Prowler. Uh, they, they gather around uh, Spidey and take his, take his mask off. And I do love, like, they take his mask off. He's like, oh, that's a no-no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, it's Tombstone. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. Um. Spider-Man Apparently does. he's famous, okay? Sure, sure. Uh, he, uh, Spider-Man begs Kingpin to not restart the collider, even telling him to, like, think about his family. Don't do it, bro. And he's like, like, hey, uh, I, I saw what was on the other side of that collider, and it's not your family. They're not there. Like, you lost them. This is not the way to do it. Uh, and this makes Kingpin very, very angry, and ang- he does kill Spider-Man by uh, by just smashing him into the ground. Mm. Uh, so. does Hulk smash him. Yeah. Miles watches in horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he makes a noise and the Prowler comes after him. Uh, which was... Yes. Which the music for this was very tense. So good. It's so good. The, so the, intense. Edge of your the, seat. <laughs> yes. The the Prowler musical motif is just like, Mwah. chef's kiss. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. Among all of the other really good music choices. Yes. In this uh, movie. That is one thing we haven't mentioned. The music in this movie. 10 out of 10. 10 out of It's so good. Like it starts off so strong and then just continues with the hits the, the, the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But uh, Miles eventually escapes the Prowler and then runs back home uh, where uh, his parents are like, wait, you're supposed to be at school. And then he hugs his his father uh, mm-hmm. and it does do a sad because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he saw the Spidey man die. And the news does break that Spider-Man is dead. Um, and then it also breaks that it was Peter Parker. Uh, so mm-hmm. the... Uh, it seems like everyone everywhere is very sad about this. Um, th- we get a lot of, like, sad, like, Spider-Man uh, murals and stuff like that. Miles is kind of walking around and he buys a uh, Spider-Man costume. Mm-hmm. And, like, you see a bunch of other people also wear- buying Spider-Man, like, memorabilia and that sort of stuff. The, stone- uh, the store owner, uh, voiced and modeled after Stan Lee... Um, is a nice little cameo. Mm-hmm. So before the uh, attending the, he buys the, the 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 outfit before attending the the memorial for Peter Parker, and there, there's it's just a sea of like Spider Man masks and stuff like that. And then we see MJ and uh, Aunt May like giving the memorial, like talking about uh, you know great power great responsibility blah 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 all that stuff yeah the, the normal like, thing, the, the normal yeah. spider-man speeches yeah um i did like the part where like <laughs> miles is like yeah like it, it is like my responsibility to do it and like the guy leans over is like no probably not you specifically like, <laughs> <I think laughs> that was metaphor. so funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it's a metaphor um so mary jane who is voiced by zoe kravitz uh delivers the eulogy uh for her husband and aunt may voiced by uh lily tomlin um and it's a nice little, nice little scene. We like it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Miles, inspired by MJ's words uh, to take up the mantle of Spider-Man, uh, he wants to test out his powers, but he doesn't know how. Uh, so he visits, like he starts reading through old comic books of how Spider-Man like learned how to use his powers, which I was like, that's kind of a fun way to you do. You know what? He's checking the source material. Yeah, and exactly. I can't fault him. No, that. no. If, if you have <laughs> literally a playbook, you, you use it. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. So uh, he does that, he checks him out, and then later on he pl- uh, pays a visit to uh, Peter's grave, uh, and then just as he's there, he's spotted by another another man, another Peter B. Parker, played by Jake Johnson. Uh, this is Nick Miller from New Girl, actually. Oh, okay. No, no, which he is played by Jake <laughs> yes. Johnson. Honestly, though, his voice and his acting was so perfect for this role. Like, yes. when I found out who it was, I was like, yes, absolutely, this, is perfect. this one. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so we, we get a, another intro of Spider-Man this time from Peter B. Parker's uh, perspective of like his own universe, him being Spider-Man for many years. Now he's adult, how he lost Aunt May and how he was married to Mary Jane. His and life now, is bad. Now he's divorced <laughs> and he made like some bad investment like opportunities. <laughs> Spider-themed restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, and he's divorced the, due to him not being able to like work out his issues as Spider-Man, mm. as well as him not wanting kids while she did. Uh, he became depressed. He gained weight. And then uh, when the collider turned on, he got yeeted into this dimension. 
Um, Very funny. Yeah. So now after finding Miles, he gets knocked unconscious uh, and the cops show up, which I was like, I mean, I guess it would make sense that there would probably be uh, increased police presence around the grave of Spider-Man just because... The the timelines are a little vague here, um, <laughs> but that's fine. But nah, yeah, they just put them in the ground real fast. Yeah, and it like snowed over it already, and all that good stuff. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, so Miles uh, Peter Parker gets knocked unconscious, leading to Miles trying to help like get him away from the police and stuff like that, which probably would have been fine. But they end up like hitting the the subway and like it's a whole montage of them like going through the city and like peter repeatedly getting knocked unconscious and Mm -hmm. stuff it's he's gonna have some head trauma it's not great it's funny yeah it's very funny it's a it's a fun scene um so miles brings peter somewhere for safety uh he questions peter as to how it's possible that he's alive when he uh correctly guesses that the alternate dimension theory uh miles takes out the drive that peter of his universe gave him which uh Peter calls the goober, uh, but mm-hmm. it is now broken. He broke. I forget how he broke it. He fell. It, uh, yeah, when he was testing out his Spider-Man powers, uh, he right. fell on the curb and it's it, it was in his pocket and it that's just right. smashed. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I've, I do not know why I forgot. Um, here's the thing: when it smashed, there's a very like it's a it's just a clever visual cue. Um, they do so much good visual. Yeah, it's little like, lines coming out of the pocket. Jokes, or whatever. visual like affects, like. This this is a this is the pinnacle of how to effectively use every single frame yeah. in an animated movie. Yeah. Um I love it. <laughs> so uh while Peter is spinning in a circle attached to a punching bag, he eventually frees himself uh <laughs> and takes the the broken goober uh cuz he's got to go find a new one uh so he can get back home. Um because this dimension is causing him to glitch and it's very painful. Uh, however, before Peter can head off on his own, Miles guilts him into letting him join so that they they can make things right together. And he's like, well, the other Peter did promise to train me, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> so you gotta, and also, please. <laughs> yeah. They go get, a, go get a meal and stuff like that. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a nice little moment. Mm-hmm. So... Miles and Peter, uh, dressed in their various costumes, go to uh, Elkamax Labs, where the data, data, uh, the 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 data mm-hmm. on the collider is being kept. Um, as they try to find a way to sneak in, Kingpin and his henchman oh, Tombstone, played by Marvin Jones III, and his top scientist, played by Catherine Hahn. I love Catherine Hahn. Yes, <laughs> she's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Peter and uh, Miles break into her office and like. Peter, like, memorizes the code really fast, which I thought was, I was just like, what a highly specific skill for Peter to have, but mm-hmm. sure. I wrote it down thinking that it might have been an Easter egg, and I I don't think it is. It's just, okay. just super <laughs> random. <laughs> you, you are a treasure. Uh, yes. But I really uh, like how the lab, the lights are, like, all octagons, and her, like, glasses are all octagons, which the yeah. uh, octagon eight-sided is definitely foreshadowing something. I'm sure Michael... Oh, no, no. Oh, I can't, I can't imagine why you'd say that. What? What is it? <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a fun little scene, and then uh, she comes back into the office while Peter's in there, and then Miles just, is, just goes invisible, uh, and they're like, uh-huh. oh, that's... A unique power, cool. Like, <laughs> didn't know I could do that. Didn't know I could do that, and don't know if I can. And so, P- Miles is trying to hack the computer while Peter is trying to distract, like, distract um, uh, Catherine Hahn's character. And uh, we do also find out at this point what the Kingpin's motive is for operating the collider is to try to be reunited with his wife Vanessa, voiced by Lake Bell, and his son Richard. Uh, which apparently years earlier they had watched as he had tried to kill Spider-Man. They fled from him and then were tragically hit by a truck and truck and died, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. So uh, while the the scientist is uh, like drilling Peter, she does get him like pushes him down into a chair and then like latches it and like oh this is gonna be real interesting. And he's like, what did you say your name was? <laughs> um, <laughs> And she reveals that her name is Dr. Olivia Octavius, a.k.a. Doc Ock. Um, and then we get her her tentacles, which are much more futuristic, like, Tubi-type yeah. tentacles. It's a, it's a nice change from what we normally see with Doc Ock, which I, is great. I liked it a lot. I liked that it was, like, flexible plastic, and it seemed more, um, like, medical research rather mm-hmm. than, uh, like, his 
our universe is Doc Ock more like mechanical engineering yeah. research. It was it was cool. And later on in the fight scenes, just the mobility that the hoses gave, like just it made her all the more terrifying. Yes. <laughs> all the more oh, terrifying as she's coming because her arms are just like. Well, and it was fun. It was funny because they kind of like. They they mixed like the tension of Peter being captured with the uh, the uh, the humor with Miles. So it was it was like yes the it broke bad, but it was never like it was just a fun little scene. Miles is having a hard time. Like apparently she doesn't organize her desktop whatsoever. <laughs> so so instead of like dealing with it, Miles is like I'm just gonna take the whole damn thing. So you just see the computer like <laughs> going away. Mm-hmm. Um, but Peter eventually gets away from Doc Ock. Uh, and they like they, they make their escape out of the building, and I do love Peter's like, all right, good news. And Miles was like, what? He's like, don't need this, and he just throws the screen. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, that, that, that was, was so funny. That I don't, was funny. I don't know why that like stuck with me so much, but it, it was. Oh, and then when yeah. he enters the cafeteria, and he's like getting a bagel, and I'm just like, that part of the plan is not important. <laughs> <laughs> but it was part of the plan. Damn it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you come up with a plan in D and D, and you can do just one part of it, you do it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh so they 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 break bad into the the woods and they're being chased down and then uh, doc ock is swinging through the trees and peter's teaching miles how to do the swinging thing and you know they're having another bonding moment while they start to figure stuff out and then uh a third spider-man shows up uh when and saves them from uh doc ock oh my god uh webbing doc ock up is gwen uh so she tells Miles and Peter that she too is from another dimension where she was bitten by a spider. We get another montage of the origin story of uh, another spider person. I do love that they breeze through it faster and faster and faster. Yeah. Uh, there she saved her father's life, but she couldn't save her best friend, Peter. No. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, a little, a little thing. Tragic. But yeah. But uh, they, she is spider woman. Uh, the three of them head out of the woods uh, to get away. Uh, Doc Ock later goes back to Kingpin, who is highly displeased to find that there are two more Spider-Mens, uh, uh, three, two more Spider-Mens and a Spider-Woman. Um, this is double the amount of spiders that I wanted to deal with. We have three times the number of spiders that we started with. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so Miles, Peter, and Gwen go to Aunt May's home, uh, because they're like, I don't know where else to go. Um, uh, and we're... Like, she comes out with a baseball bat, and she, like, sees Peter and, like, does a little, like, face squish. Like, is it really you? And he's, like, he's from another dimension. And she's, like, oh, yeah, that checks out. Uh, <laughs> and she's, like, all right, what took you long enough? Like, let's go. Uh, so she takes them to Peter's old secret hideout, uh, which is much more technologically advanced. Uh, it was very funny because, like, old Peter's, like, oh, yeah, this is where, you know, I keep all the stuff. And then this is, like, an elevator down. And he's, like, seems a little pretentious, but sure. Like... <laughs> Well, and he's describing his as like, oh, you know, a shed where I have my tools and like some stuff. And uh, <laughs> they're like, oh, this is definitely not a shed. Yeah. There's a spider bike. Yeah, there's a spider. A spider ATV. <laughs> he talked about a futon there in the corner. And I was like, I can, I can see the difference <laughs> through this description. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do like loser Spider-Man, though. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> So they go down there. It's filled with a bunch of different suits and gadgets and vehicles and all sorts of stuff. Like it, it's very much like a bat cave almost. Like mm-hmm. it's gets bat cave vibes. But there's more spider spider peoples here. So we have there's three more. We have Spider Man Noir, play voiced by Nicolas Cage, wow. a black and white old gangster talking hero that likes to punch Nazis. We right. have, have Penny Parker, placed by uh, Kimiko, Kimiko Glenn. Glenn. Oh, Kimiko Glenn is one of. Um, the breakout roles in uh, Centaur World and also on Broadway she oh it's uh, you should watch Centaur World it's Centaur great. World I think you would love it it's on Netflix it's animated and it's about centaurs um, kind of I'll look it up <laughs> and one normal horse uh. Uh, yes centaurs Aww. and one normal horse <laughs> um, <laughs> but she was also um, like a breakout uh, Broadway star uh, for Sarah Bareilles's musical um, Waitress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Penny Parker and her robot SP backslash backslash DR, um, which is powered by a radioactive spider. Um, Who was her best friend. Yep. Yeah. 
uh, who is her best friend uh, that and the robot of her father or yeah, her from dad, her father. Uh, her, her dad built the robot. Yeah. But he yeah. is dead. Yes. And then we have Peter Porker, a.k.a. Spider-Ham, voiced by John Mulaney, um, <laughs> who was bitten by a, ra- a radioactive pig. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we get we get intro to all of them. We get the the same like cutaway, like oh, this is my backstory kind of stuff. Um, it, it's it's fun, and uh, we get the how they were all pulled into Miles's world. Mm-hmm. So they reach a plan to uh, stay behind and shut down the collider with the new goober that they were able to get. Uh, while the rest of them go goes home, um, Miles says, "Hey, I'll do it. I'm from this dimension. This makes the most sense, and it does." Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else also volunteers to self-sacrifice. Yes. Uh, but I, I do like that. It is like, oh, he's looking at us while we talk about him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was funny. <laughs> it was very funny to me. Uh, but like yeah. The- trying to help his confidence, you are doing it in the completely wrong way. <laughs> right, right. Well, because they like, oh, like you're a Spider-Man. Like, are you ready? And then like immediately like drill him. It's like, he's had these powers for like two days, guys. Like, right. <laughs> How about how about we help him? Like he's definitely not ready. Which yeah. like at that point he's he's not <laughs> he's not ready. Yeah. But that's okay. Uh Peter does try to back him up uh stating that he has the the cool powers uh like the the invisibility and the venom sting which the venom sting he used to knock Peter out earlier and... which he can't do on command. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is very funny. Uh but yeah, he's unable to use them at the time. Uh, but Miles does turn invisible and then just dejectedly leaves the cave while <laughs> the rest of them are like, yeah, well, he's not useful. Like, <laughs> Oh, poor baby. Um, so Miles, feeling upset, goes to Aaron's home for help. Um, just as Jefferson and Rio are trying to contact Aaron since they haven't heard from Miles in a while. Uh, Miles is in uh, Aaron's apartment and finds out that it's empty. And then while he's in there, the Prowler shows up. Uh, prompting him to go invisible again. Oh, no. It's such a good reveal. It is really good. It's such a good reveal. (laughs) twist had my jaw on the floor. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, oh my God. Also, the music was all more intense. Like, Miles goes and hides behind the TV, and he, like, just comes around the TV super quick, and I was like, he's caught, but he was invisible, and so it's fine. Also, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess apparently animators used a like deformed version of an elephant sound to make those very intense like wow. high pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense because I was wondering like it was it's very reminiscent of some of the horror sound effects. Um but I was like, oh, something's different with it. But it's really, really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I l- love knowing that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Miles is horrified by this revelation. Uh, and then he tries to get out of the apartment and he uh, gets chased by Aaron throughout the city. Uh, but is able, uh, like, does manage to evade him. Uh, so back at Aunt May's house, Miles reunites with the other spider people, telling him that his uh, uncle is working for Kingpin, and they're like, you weren't followed, right? And he's like, yes. <laughs> that is correct. I, I wasn't was followed. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, Miles has led the Prowler there, along yeah. with Doc Op, Goblin, Tombstone, and Scorpion. Vas- uh, that one's voiced by jo- Joaquin Casio. Uh, Joaquin. That makes more sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Uh, the, the villains attack and the spider people spring into action, even Aunt May as she pulls out her baseball bat. I love Aunt May in this universe. Yes. She's great. <laughs> She's like, not in the house. Like, oh my God. She keeps trying to get them to take the fight outside. And I was like, oh my God, just listen to her. Yeah. <sighs> Ridiculous. Bastards. They're uh, breaking all her china. Yeah, Everything's so- just trashed. <laughs> The Prowler uh, does go after uh, Miles, not knowing it's Miles. Um, and, th- th- like, there's a whole fight because Miles gets the-, the goober and, like, yeah, it's it's a whole fight. It's a very well-done fight, too. It was never confusing. No. Um, the entire time, it was it was very interesting. And you, it, people kind of get squared off with, like, their other one, like, uh, Penny Parker faces off against the Scorpion a lot. And, like, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a very well done. Um, but... Uh, the kingpin, or I'm sorry, the fro- the prowler gets Miles onto the roof, does get to him, and then gets his hand around his throat. And uh, right as he's about to uh, kill Miles off, Miles takes his mask off, and uh, Aaron sees that it's 
Miles, and you know he His starts. Boy. He starts to panic. Uh, he doesn't really know what to do. Like th- this isn't right. Like he's trying to like formulate a plan at this moment. Um, and right at that time, without before Prowler can make up a plan, Kingpin uh, kills him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just straight up kills the Prowler. Just shoots him. Uh, mm-hmm. Shoots him dead. Yeah, it's pretty rough. And Awful. yeah, yeah, devastating. Uh, and he he's then goes uh, like Kingpin then goes for Miles, uh, but he's able to swing out of there with his uncle. Um, uh, he takes Aaron to an alleyway where he uh, is dying. Miles blames himself for what happened, but Aaron encourages him to keep pushing forward. Uh, right at that same time, Jefferson rounds the corner and sees Miles slumped over Aaron, not knowing it's Miles, um, and does you know try to go get him and then yeah. jefferson does find his brother dying yeah so cop man thinks uh spider-man killed his brother yeah he very sad yeah this very... whole part just made me cry i started crying oh. it was so yeah. sad That's it is fair. very sad yeah uh so miles does return to his dorm where the other spider people do meet him uh they, they cause his roommate to pass out from seeing, seeing all of the spider people like up in the corner of the room, which is very funny. So um, the spider people have come there to tell Miles that Peter B. Parker is going to stay behind while the, all the, the rest of them uh, go home. And they do web Miles to his chair and mm. take the goober um, so they can go stop the collider, telling Miles it's for his own safety since he's not ready. Uh, after they leave, Jeff does come up to Miles' dorm room, but doesn't go inside, um, and talks to Miles through the door, and they, it gives a nice heart-to-heart, and, and Miles wants to respond, but he is still all webbed up. Mm-hmm. He can't get out. Yeah. I cried a second time during this scene. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. was like, you uh, movie, so- you're not even going to give me a break to like dry the first tears off? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's emotional hit after emotional hit. Right. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> Uh, so Miles does uh, get the strength up to get out of the webbing. Uh, he goes back to Aunt May's, and then he gets uh, a, a Spider-Man suit, which he then spray paints dark colors, black and yeah. red. And we get the very stereotypical Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man. He looks great. It does. It does look great. Love this. Scene. I love the hoodie. Go. I just uh, it's so. The What's up, Danger soundtrack. Yeah, the up, scenery where he's jumping off of the building and floating down like face first, but it looks like he's rising from the camera Cinema. angle. Like yes, yes. Chef's oh my kiss. God. Chef's it's, kiss. It is. It's it so is a good. cinema. Um. <laughs> well, and a lot of the language that he is hearing from the spider people is like, you know, it's a leap of faith. You you don't know if you're going to be ready. Um, he couldn't jump off things earlier, and in his rising to meet the challenge, he's like finally taking the leap of faith, and it's like it's Chef's kiss. Yeah, it's good great. job. It, it's it's very well done. Writing it's so good. <laughs> Capital R. Uh, so the other spider people go and find Kingpin's Gala, where they are going to sneak in. And it was so funny because they're like, all right, how are we going to get in? And Spider-Man Noir is like, easiest way possible because everyone, all the waiters are dressed up as Spider-Man. <laughs> so they just walk in as themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter sees MJ, so he tries to like divert the entire plan so he can go talk to MJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tries to express his guilt towards her, towards leaving her, even though she has no idea who he is or what he's talking about. She just um, wanted more bread. <laughs> Yeah, he just wanted more. He's like, I'm so sorry. I failed you. But she's like, no, it's cool. I just want bread. Like, yeah. Oh, boy. It's a very fun scene. Uh, but yeah. they do proceed down to the collider. Uh, but King's, Kingpin's henchmen find them and uh, proceed to attack them. Uh, Miles swings in and joins his Conrads as they fight back. Uh, to make things worse, the collider is activated, causing earthquakes across the city as mm-hmm. the dimensions start to uh, warp and come together. Mm-hmm. So, I liked the imagery of all of the like assets kind of stacking on top of each yes. other. Yes, um, I I thought it was a really good way to visualize that. Yeah, we we get some weird clipping going on for mm-hmm. uh, video game terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Spider-Man Noir takes on Tombstone while Penny uh, and SP backslash backslash DR fight uh, Goblin. Spider-Ham beats up the Scorpion uh, with a cartoon mallet. Uh, Doc Ock goes after Gwen while Peter and Miles try to shut down the Collider. Um, the the fight goes on for quite a while, and it's 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 very visually appealing as well. Mm. It's a very fun fight again. Any 
the group fights are so, so well done. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is Dude. usually, that's usually a shortfall is when there's like group fights, it's really hard to tell what's going on or whatever. And it's so well done this entire yeah. time. Um, incredibly well choreographed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they all worked really well as a team. Like uh, par- uh, Peter B. Parker and Miles and Gwen all like ganged up on Doc Ock, which was really great. Good teamwork there. And then uh, Penny and uh, Spider-Man Noir and uh, Spider-Pig all defeated Scorpion, I think his name was. Yep, yep. And yeah, and that was really good teamwork. I was like, it's like y'all are each other. <laughs> Weird. They, they've all spider Bluetooth synced. Yeah. So they're all working yeah. on the same level. Well, I do love that um, Doc Ock is like coming for him and then just gets hit by a truck. Like, oh, that was so good. <laughs> that was so great. I love yeah. that. Uh, but unfortunately, SP backslash backslash DR is heavily damaged, leaving Penny devastated. Um, as uh, Spider Noir and Spider Ham try to comfort her, um, she takes the the spider back as they prepare to jump back home. Uh, they they all start to say their farewells and everything like that. Penny goes first with her best friend Spider, mm-hmm. uh, followed by Spider Man Noir, and then Spider Ham. Oh, and Spider Noir takes back a Rubik's cube. Yes, because he can't um, see the colors. He can't see the <laughs> colors, but he he needs to understand. Yeah. Uh, which I I was like, this is valid. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, so all, all they all leave, and um, Peter, like, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Gwen affirms their friendship, and with Miles before, like, heading home herself, uh, Peter tried to stay back and help, P- uh, well, Peter tried to stay back uh, and help, but Miles chooses to send Peter back anyway, so that, like, they can fix it, the world. Um, Miles, Miles then goes after the collider, but Kingpin start hitting, like starts fighting them, and there's a big old fight between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, while they're while Kingpin kind of gets the better of Spider or of Miles here, uh, I was gonna say of Spider Man. That's very nondescript in this this entire <laughs> scene. Uh, but Kingpin gets the overpowers powers Miles. He starts to see visions of Vanessa and Richard as mm-hmm. the the dimensions start to cross over and they still see him fucking up spider-man yeah, and they're still like dude not cool yeah they're still horrified by the whole thing yeah um and then at the same time uh miles father has entered into the like the control room and is like kind of cheering miles on mm-hmm. um so miles gets uh, uh like you know well, gets... specifically cheering on spider-man that's true he is yeah. specifically cheering on spider-man you are correct because uh, earlier on jefferson had also talked about his uh, Miles' dad, Jefferson, uh, talked about, like, how he's a visual anti, blah, blah, blah. Like, he just shows up, like, does does the thing, like, one day a week, but we're out here he every day. He hides behind a mask. Yeah. Like, sure, okay. My men are out there with their lives on the line. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, sure, sure. But Miles is able to venom sting uh, Kingpin and blast him away. Um, and he uh, gets all webbed up, and he's able to shut down the collider for good. Hooray. Yay. <laughs> Hit the button. Yeah, hit the button. Um, so outside, Miles calls Jeff to let him know that he's okay. Um, and then, uh, like, uh, Miles' dad, like, you know, says some really touching things. And uh, uh, Miles goes up to his father as Spider-Man and gives him a big old hug. <laughs> and he's like, ugh, like, don't know how to deal, to deal with this. But So funny. Um, but he, he does that so his, like, he does it without letting his dad know who he really is. I mean, he's... He thinks that. I am not entirely convinced <laughs> that his dad does not know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So, anyway. Um, but he do- uh, uh, Miles' dad does find Kingpin webbed up and prepared for arrest. So, Miles now assumes his regular school duties uh, while taking on his new role as Spider-Man, um, earning a number of new fans across the city. Uh, meanwhile, in Peter's dimension, uh, he... Like heads off to patch things up with MJ as Miles settles into his room for a nap. Yeah, another dimensional portal opens up and he hears Gwen's voice calling him. Yay! Yeah. So yeah, that's the movie. Clap clap that's clap clap clap. clap. Movie. Uh, there is a dedication for Stan Lee and Steve Ditko mm-hmm. uh, at, in the the credits because uh, they had both passed away at this point once it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, uh, in the closing credits, like after the credits, there's a scene where uh, man, uh, man, wow, Miguel uh, O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, uh, voiced by Oscar Isaac, learns that there's an, uh, uh, other spider people from his assistant, Layla, the voice of Greta Lee. Uh, he travels to Earth 67, where he ends up in a weird pointing argument with Spider-Man from the 1960s cartoon. So we get the, the Spider-Man meme where they're point- there's three spider peoples pointing at each other. Nice. And that's that's the that's the end end all Yay. done. <laughs> so uh, this is uh, the first um, animated feature um, to win an Academy Award for Best Animated Feature that is not a Disney or Pixar film uh, since like 2011. I think 20, in 2011, Rango. Oh sure, sure. Uh, won an animated feature, which I've never seen that. Movie. I've never seen that movie either. <laughs> um yeah it was all right you're not missing much (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) and it was similarly successful at the 76th golden globe awards and the 72nd british academy film awards and the 48th annie awards which are specifically animated movie awards um there are two sequels planned uh which i think we've got a trailer for um spider-man across the spider-verse yes Um, i have seen it it looks really good i am super excited for it I'm excited. I, yes. I, I just i I want it to be, I want it to be good, but I don't want them to just do the same stuff. So I'm like, oh, ha! Sequels are stressful for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what it looks uh, like in the trailer, it looks like they're gonna pick up like exactly where like where the movie ends, where Miles is in his bed listening to music mm-hmm. and he hears Gwen's voice from a portal, like that portion is then used in the new trailer so i feel like it's gonna pick up right where all this left and the end credit scene too with um spider-man 2099 is Mm -hmm. shown in the trailer kind of fighting with miles he looks like he's gonna be the like anti-hero or maybe the antagonist so it's exciting it looks good i love it when movies hint to sequels inside the current movie it just makes me more excited for the next one I hope it's good. <laughs> I <hope> so hard. <laughs> it's coming out June 2nd of 2023. So we still got a ways to wait. Yeah. I'll be there. Soon. Very soon. Soon. It'll actually, it'll come a lot sooner than I'm expecting because work is going to be crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, do you guys want to, okay, so I, five out of five stars for me. <laughs> I've said, I've, <laughs> you guys know how I feel. Um, so, Annalisa, how many stars would you give Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? I would absolutely give it five out of five stars, for sure. Um, when I was re-watching it for the podcast, I was like, oh my god, I forgot how much I absolutely love this movie. Right, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, same, five out of five. Uh, the music is on point. The animation is on point. The story is very good. They do change some stuff from the comics, but I think they change it in such a way where it flows a lot better. Like the fact that uh, Miles's dad doesn't work for Shield is fine. Mm. Like we don't need that. Like, no, we don't. The fact that like Peter dies also fine. You don't need a second Peter in the, like this world. Like it, yeah. It's it it it's great. They they do a fantastic job. It was a great way to introduce Miles uh, into the greater you know, world as well. Like it's just, it, it's so much fun. It's done so well. So a plus would recommend. Yay. Uh, yeah. Alicia, you, you said you had some Easter eggs that you wanted to uh, point out as well. Yeah. Um, quite a bit. So this was Stan Lee's uh, last voice acting performance before he unfortunately <laughs> passed away. Um, all of the animators from the movie really wanted to animate Stanley, so you can see him actually in a lot of the subways as they go by. Um, if you like, pause or slow down the video. He is also oh, cool. seen again uh, after him and Peter are trying to get away from the cops from the grave. They fall down in a crosswalk, and Stanley on the phone like walks around him. <laughs> I saw that one. Yeah. I, I, I do love that too because Miles is like, "Yeah, no, just just go around." Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Also, when Uncle Aaron is first shown in the movie in his apartment in the TV in the background, it's showing a scene from the TV show. um, Oh, my God. Community. And in that show, the actor who's currently on screen, uh, it's Donald Glover. He's wearing a Spider-Man pajamas and he's the same 
actor in Spider-Man Homecoming who plays Aaron, Uncle Aaron. And so that was a really cool, like, nod cameo to that. Yay! (laughs) Well, and there was also this campaign uh, (laughs) in... I, oh gosh, I want to say it was like 2012 or two th- or 13 or 14. Uh, but there was this whole thing where people wanted uh, Donald Glover to play Spider-Man. So there would be little hints in community. Like there's one montage where he like gets out of bed and he's wearing Spider-Man pajamas. That's the and- exact scene. Yes. Exactly. So he was in a Spider-Man costume in a Spider-Man movie and the crowd cheers. Hooray! <laughs> we love it. Um, um, but yeah, he's awesome. He's a childish Gambino. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever listened to that. Yeah. Nope. He's, he's great. I'll, I'll send you one song. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the songs at the very beginning at the movie, the Sunflower song, another Easter egg is that uh, Miles purposefully sings the wrong lyric instead of ride me like a cruise. He says, drive me. And we should keep the uh, PG rating down, which I thought was really funny. That's um, good. That's so good. Yeah. And he sings it just like a real person would too. Like, yes. Where you only come in on the words that you know. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, ooh. And like um, in his school homework where he takes the quiz and purposefully answers all the questions wrong, he actually put Decembuary in the date. Um, <laughs> it's little things like that that makes me absolutely love this movie because you could watch it for like the first time and super enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I watched it for the first time. I was like, that was great. Good story. Good writing. Loved it. And then I went home and all these TikToks came up of like, oh, did you notice this? There's this Easter egg. And I was just like, <gasps> I need to watch this again. And it just goes to show how much detail all of the animators and story for people and all the directors, like the amount of detail and little things that they paid attention to is just amazing. And I think that's what mm-hmm. makes this movie really good to watch more than once. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will say this is probably one of the few movies that I think actually benefits from watching it at home versus a theater. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when you're in a theater, the screen is so big and the, like there's so many little Easter eggs all over the place that it's very easy to miss them. But when you're at home with, you know, a slightly smaller screen or something like that, you can catch a lot more of those like small animation Easter eggs that like off in the corner mm-hmm. or like you, and you might can pause and rewind. It, yeah, and- well, that mm-hmm. too. But like it, it's just a lot easier to catch a lot more of the entire experience at home which is a unique thing that i was like how do, how do you make this better at home than versus the theater this is dumb <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh any other last uh thoughts concerns any other easter eggs you wanted to touch on um no there were a few things that i freaked out about that maybe you could like answer for me because sure, gwen you- says that she was brought like she was blasted into last week so she was there earlier than everybody else but she's like my spidey senses told me to go to school but that was before he got bitten so it's not like she sensed that he was like her so i was like wait what why come to the school wait what yeah Yeah. i i think in spider-man and in some other marvel um ips fate is a really strong player Mm. and especially in the spider-verse i think there's a character specifically that helps to either like track the webs of fate madam spider yes yeah um so and i i think in the comics gwen also has a relationship with madam spider and Mm -hmm. um other spider women yes so like she teams up with silk for a while she also mm -hmm. teams up with spider spider woman because in the comics she's spider girl a lot of times or just gwen yeah spider Uh, gwen spider gwen um yeah, so so there there is like there is some precedent for that. Um, so yeah, there's it's not necessarily precognition, but um, yeah, the, like the interdimensional stuff. It, it's supposed to be like the web of a spider, where like there's all these branching points, but everything is all tied together, and that's why all of this is. So like the fact that she says like, oh yeah, like I was blasted in the last week, and then like you know I like just got the feeling I needed to go here. Like that is a hundred percent in line, specifically for Gwen in the comics as well. Mm-hmm. Like she kind of she just gets feelings sometimes yeah. that's just like all right it's time to go do this like she she gets vibes she yeah. reads the vibes yeah she reads the vibes <laughs> of the universe and just moves on because she does a lot of universe hopping in the she comics too does. yes she does so yeah. we, we actually we read all of those comics with ashley at one point too yeah. so <laughs> i do remember um, you guys your guys's podcast episodes about that yeah i do remember that 
they are immensely confusing if you don't read them all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you are just reading a few of them at a time, it's like no idea what is happening. <laughs> but like, yeah. So yeah, uh, that that's a the valid question. But <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. I think that was the only. Oh, one Easter egg that I did forget. I'm sorry. Um, so uh, I don't remember when it was released, but there was a Spider-Man video game that went out that I definitely know my husband has played multiple times. Um, oh, yeah. And one Easter egg is that all of the outfits that are there in the Spider-Man cave, the Spider-Man mm-hmm. hangout, the shack, I don't know what you call it. All the, of the, the outfits web. <laughs> can be unlocked in the video game, which I thought was like a cool like cameo to the to the video game itself. Too. Yeah, so, it is yeah. super cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's a great one. Yeah, the, and it's a very good game, too. Um, <laughs> it's very fun. Combat's very satisfying. So That's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. We still haven't played it. I, I mean, I own it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. I, I own the original and the Miles Morales version. Oh, so. I'm going to play that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, well, if you like what we do here, be a friend, tell a friend. You know, check out the Linktree link down below for all of the socials. We do have the Patreon. I'll keep the streak alive saying that I will post more stuff on there like I do every single week. I say that. It's fine. <laughs> uh, and, but uh, for this week, I've been Mike. I'm Spider Audrey. <laughs> and I'm Alicia. <laughs> Thank you for joining us and talk to you next time. Bye. Woo-hoo.